Oh, it's live. <laughs> yeah, it's live, man. Yo, not this year. The Knicks are not in a lot of good this year, man, but it's a lot to talk about. The Knicks are going to be involved in a lot of different things, man. You got diehard state of mind. You got Eru and state. Let's get busy. Yeah, Steve, what's going on, man? Let me get you off the screen here. How's it going, my brother? <laughs> Yo, I'm laughing because, first of all, I want to thank Adam Silver. Because, just like I predicted, the Thunder pick dropped. Rightfully so. You don't reward tanking. They blatantly tank. Almost their whole season. <clears throat> and another thing, the team that has the um that originally had the seventh pick, the Raptors, they moved up in the lottery. But let's get it right into it, right? So the Pistons obviously they're gonna take cave, right? So now it gets tricky. So if you're the Houston Rockets, you go Mo, do you take Evan Mobley or do you take Jalen Green or do you take Suggs? I don't know, man. The, in your heart, because they had Hakeem Olajuwon one there, you kind of want them to take the big. You know, what I'm saying that's just, that's just, that's just the heart. You know, your heart. You know, your heart and soul, man. Just for the tradition and all the other stuff. But um, you know, I but, agree with that. Yeah, but truthfully, who do they need though? Who do they, who does um Houston need? They need everything. You know. Yeah, and and I think you just gotta go Evan Mobley. Or talent wise, like if my team had the second pick, you gotta pick Evan Mobley. Like you, you don't pass up on guys like that. He can block shots. He can protect the rim. He can um, space the floor. He threes already. Got back to back to the basket moves. He could face up a lot like Chris Bosh. Good player. Um, but then if if Houston picks Evan Mobley, that's when it gets tricky. So, you know, Dow, you know, I presented Colin Sexton to you months ago on the Knicks. Now Cleveland has the third pick. I think I think Colin Sexton is ours if you want him. <laughs> That's that that excites me a lot, man. You know, Colin cuz I mean cuz I mean look look at the look at the team as they, as they're made already. They they already got the the other guy. What what's the, what's the other kid's name? Um on Cleveland, the other guard. Um Darius Garland. Right, Mr. Garland. They already got Garland there, so I mean Garland's already been been um been playing most mostly um playing point guard because um Colin Sexton just he's just a scorer, so if they want to get that balance, get that um Jalen Green, you know, or or um uh what's the name Kaminga whatever. I don't think they're gonna take Kaminga. I mean I mean it's, it's exciting, man. Jalen Green is definitely their pick, you know. If if that's if Houston doesn't doesn't get stupid and and take a, a you know a guard for no reason because they still got a, um John Wall over there that they can't move. You know they got a couple other things going on over over there too. Um, what's the name? Um, Kevin Porter's over there. You know, so they're already high powered in their guards, man. So, so the only thing they, they could pick is Jalen Green, because also too they got Christian Wood over there. You know, so they they got to they they actually have pieces in place. So they really need that big man to um to to balance everything out. So I mean, Jalen Green has got to be their pick. So they have no use for Colin Sexton, man. So, oh man, Colin. Like even even if it's not Jalen Green. You gonna take Suggs? So now, so so you telling me you pick three point guards and three straight guys? 
Yeah, that's the thing too. They, they, yo, they could take Suggs too, man. But if they take Suggs, then what do they do? They they got to get rid of somebody because they they did it again too. Um, because they also had Kevin Porter Jr. They drafted all those guards back to back for no reason, and then um, you know they they um they gave away Kevin Porter for nothing, basically. You know, so you know they got to save face. They got to make the right decision here. And you know, ba- basketball wise, right right off the bat, I think everybody's saying the same thing. They have to move um Colin Sexton. It's no way. I don't see how they don't move Sexton. You, if you don't extend him this summer, you're gonna take that whole news conundrum into your season. Now that's hovering over the locker room. Do you really want to go into your locker room or something like that? No. You got, it, and it's like you got Darius gone. You don't need Colin Sexton. Like y'all, now y'all being greedy. <laughs> Let somebody else eat. <laughs> So what's the deal? What's the deal that we're gonna get? Um, kind of sex, and that's that's the problem now. I don't know. I I don't know. It's, see, right now, maybe when it, it gets to me while we recording to recording this, I say it to you, but it's not coming to my brain right now. I just know that they just don't need Sexton at that. It, whoever they draft at the third pick, if Houston takes Evan Mobley, then it's like. And Cleveland don't even need Evan Mobley now that I think about it. Because if they resign Jared Allen, it's like now you got another law jam because you still got Kevin Love there. <laughs> right. And so I mean they, they they have to get they have to get a Jalen Jalen Green is their pick. They gotta take Jalen Green. You know, if all you know these teams, none of these guys. Let, let's let's talk about um Detroit. Of course, um Kate is gonna go there. You know, you know what I'm saying. But mm-hmm. just um you know, like we we all say these things, but when the draft comes down, these guys sometimes they 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 end up picking something that we never. That everybody's like, why did they pick that player? You know, or mm-hmm. you know, we I don't know what what's what's on it on on these on these teams' minds half the time. You know, um is is a, a wild card the the Orlando Magic. What are they gonna do, man? And that was another team. Yo, that was one of the main teams I was discussing. And I was saying to you, one of the main things I said to you these past few weeks, if the Chicago Bulls pick falls and it conveys and Orlando gets their pick, remember I said it was around that fifth, sixth pick. They got the fifth pick and they got the eighth pick. So you got Isaac, you got Okigi. You got Cole Anthony, you got RJ Hampton, you just re-signed Markel Fultz. So if it if you was an Orlando Magic fan, like if, if 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 we had that roster right now, I would be saying to you right now, per, per for me personally, I'm trading those picks. I'm trading the eighth, I'm trading the eighth pick. I'm trading that pick. I would pick at five, depending on who's available, but who you gonna pick? Jonathan Kaminga? He's never gonna play. You, you got Isaac coming back. Um, so, it, it, are they gonna pick a guard? They're gonna pick Suggs. Why would you pick Suggs? You just got Cole Anthony. <laughs> you just resigned Fultz. Log jam. That, that whole Orlando Magic roster is like in, in shambles. I, and I just don't think they're gonna take two lottery picks now. I can't see it either. They they have a team full of lottery picks. They just traded for the um the other dude um the, from from Denver. You know they have they have so many guards on their team. They got so many um uh, big men that do the same thing. So many small forces do the same thing. So I mean, some something's got to give there, man. They're gonna have to package some of these guys and try to 
I don't know. What do you think Orlando will be a, a team to try to get a veteran player, trade these guys to get veteran guys? You think they would dump and uh, and do something like that? I think so because during the lottery, um, Woj said he specifically said that teams in the lottery is looking to trade those picks for winning down talent. He said he said a couple of he said Cleveland, um, I think it was Toronto. Oh, uh, probably the Warriors. We're going to talk about the Warriors too, but teams are going to be looking for win now talent. So, I mean, I'm yeah, to, you know the the Thunder, right? The, well, not OKC, but the Warriors right now for sure. They're going to definitely look to trade that pick. I, I don't see them bringing in seven and fourteen and fourteen and. Get Carl Anthony Towns out of Minnesota. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm hurt you, for these things. Do you think that's the that's the move for them to to um, move some of these guys to get to go for like a Karen Carl Anthony Towns? What because they they uh, uh, Orlando? You think Orlando would do something like that? Oh, because you know we're talking about what, Toronto what, too. Because go wait, go ahead. Well, I mean, you know, Toronto's another team too. Toronto, you know, they they have a, they have this draft pick, um, Suggs right now. They got him on on um, Tankathon as going there, and I, and I can't really see anybody else that they would go for like um, uh, Kumunga, whatever whatever the, the kid's name is. Um, I can't really see him him going there either. You know, some of these other names, Scotty Barnes, whatever. Uh, you know, they they're a team that that's um really built for now because they got, you know, they they got you know the guys that they have on that team, so they're definitely gonna wanna wanna get a, a veteran. So that you know, they're a team too. To um um you know. Toronto, they're on the on the cusp of trying to get somebody. Yeah, so now that I'm looking at this on the screen, I see Scotty Barnes going to OKC at six. That's that's guaranteed. I I would take Scotty Barnes if I'm um, OKC at six. I'll swing for the fences. Then I'm looking at Golden State. Now I've been saying this to you about Golden State. Oh yeah, <laughs> Clay coming back. <clears throat> you see the. Um, you see, they had to put out for their PR PR staff. They had to put out, "We're not trading James Wiseman." After people were saying they was going to trade James Wiseman, so it's a lot to um, deep dive into as far as the Warriors. And plus, the, I believe they owe 109 in repeated tax, 109 million. It's mm-hmm. a lot of money. So, are they going to bring in two three picks to you know Clay? Curry, Draymond, they, they they don't need no goddamn lottery picks, man. Get those guys some win now talent and, and and try to compete. And this is another thing I was saying to you too. And I'm looking at this lottery. I see a couple teams, and I don't want people to just yo here goes state again with this nonsense. Man. <laughs> you know what I'm about to say. <laughs> yeah, this guy spit it out, man. <laughs> you put the screen back on me. That's like, but I wouldn't be surprised if the team calls and offers a pick for Randy. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Or, or call and offer a pick for RJ. I wouldn't be surprised. RJ should be off the table, but I, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, all this stuff has got to be on the table because, like, we, we just we just need all, all these t- different teams that they got to be making moves. Cleveland got to make a move. Toronto, Orlando, maybe even OKC. Um, Golden State definitely got to do something. 
Uh, what the hell is Sacramento doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Sacramento's in La La Land. You know, uh, right now in, at the ninth pick, who who actually are, are they? Are they gonna um, target there? You know, and then what are they doing? Are they trying to win now? Are they still trying to build? Like, what's going on over there in, in Sacramento? And you know what's funny about Adam Silver? He's a, he's a cornball. He put most of the teams that has talent, good talent already, in spots where it's like they got to trade for somebody to help them win now. Like, if you're a, if you're Orlando, you're looking at your roster right now, you're like, I'm getting Jonathan Isaac back next season, defensive dynamo. Faults coming back, you know. I got COVID. I'm trying to compete a little bit. Like I, I don't think I want to bring in both of these lottery picks. Like it ain't no surefire thing that both of those lottery picks is gonna hit anyway. Example: Hawks, Cam Reddish, and um, Devin Hunter. You know, we don't know if both of those picks is gonna hit, but it's looking like damn for sure. Devin um, Hunter is gonna be really good. So. It's, what is the Kings going to do with that pick? Kings is another team that should trade that pick for a win-now talent. You got a guy on a max contract, and you haven't made the playoffs in 15 years, 16 years? Yeah, what are they doing? They, they, they went and drafted. Speak on that. Yeah, yeah, they... But I want you to speak on it from a, from a standpoint of, like, viewership and, like, how people spend their money and, and, and like, how it seems how, how seem like management just don't care yeah man like like um the last time they played well was when they had chris weber on on the team chris weber and all those different guys they had a really great team rick adelman was the coach and all this you know what i'm saying but they since then they have they have yet to put anything together to try to get that um that city together because they're in california then they're, they're in the um the the capital of california sacramento so i mean like i if i'm if i'm living in california there's only two teams to me now the clippers and the lakers you know because the sacramento kings are just wasting everybody's time really they they're wasting electricity in the building that they're playing in so i i feel like i feel like if anything sacramento they probably need need to move um north and and, and go to seattle or something like that and it's a shame too because Sac um, sacramento kings are, are a story franchise they've been you know they used to be like i think they were the, they were in rod they were in rochester if i'm not mistaken or they were in st louis if i'm not if i'm mistaken you know um you know they, they, they have a history, man. So, you know, it's a shame that, that a team like that. And and, and it's also a shame, too, is that the Knicks are always getting killed by their from their owner and the moves that we make. But then look at Sacramento all these years, no playoffs, uh, no no chance, no chance to, to do anything. They keep getting players and then they get rid of them or or they or they screw them up or or they, they get a draft pick and they always pick the wrong guy, you know. And, and then now two two drafts, like not two drafts, but like a couple drafts back to back, they, they drafted two basic, um, basically franchise point guards. So what are you gonna do with two franchise point guards? And you maxed out one of them. You maxed out Fox, and then you got the other guy. Um, uh, what's, what's the other? Um, yeah, Halliburton is the other one. Then, um, then you have um Buddy Hill too that you that you gave a bunch of money to. Like, what are they doing over there? Yeah, I, they they could be a team that 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 might that um that that might purge um to get some draft picks just to get rid of Fox's contract and Hill's contract. They might be a team looking to get some draft picks coming back. So. Yo, that, that's crazy how um, the, the, yo, I love the way this lottery played out. So the Kings, right? You get the ninth overall pick. Who the Knicks took with their ninth overall pick? Oh, Kevin Knox. Cool. Um, good luck, Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> good luck, man. I would say that to you. I will say this, though. It's looking like 
Now, how the lottery is looking, I think Jalen Johnson will fall. I think he will fall. I think if certain teams keep their picks, he will fall. So that's a guy that I would definitely look up, look at to trade up. Because I've seen the combine numbers today, and I've seen some of these guys' measurements. Um, pause. Um, Devion. <laughs> Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I love the pause no, no, life, man. I'm all about that pause um, life. <laughs> Devion Mitchell is six foot. I, I'm good. I'm good on him. 22 years old. I'm good on him. Uh, it, it's like trade them picks, man. <laughs> I don't care about the picks. Like trade up or getting somebody established. Like in this, what is Sacramento going to do? Like you want to be stuck in the mud? Or you want to move that pick for a win now talent. Now, can the Knicks get in the mix of that ninth pick from Sacramento? Yeah, but I'm not trading Randall for no ninth pick. I'm not, I don't, they don't need quickly. And I'm not giving them RJ. So <laughs> I I don't see where we can uh be good trade partners with Sacramento. Probably in a three-team trade, but that's another team that um we definitely gotta gotta look at. Well, you know, we got our two draft picks. You know, you know, I'm not really high on, on, on our two lower lower draft picks. You know, I feel I feel like we we might be able to to um to actually move up with a team like that, or maybe give our draft picks away for for a player, maybe. You know, for a team like that that that's in no man's land that doesn't know what they're gonna do. For like, go get Sexton, man. Next, next, <laughs> like, like, come on, dog. Like, yeah. Why would? How the hell would we go into? I need to know this, right? How do we go into next season without a point guard under contract for three years who's kind of young and ascending? And we got 60 million in cash space. Like, what, we got seven first round picks in the next five years? Is that even possible? Like, yeah, we got a we got a lot of capital, man. We gotta start on making it. But yo, I think um uh Sexton, I think we can get him for the for the 19 and the and the 21st pick. Cause he he's only making six million. He's in his last year of his um of his rookie deal, and um, yeah, it's it's not it's not like um like a restricted thing. He's I think they they um they renounced his um that uh whatever you know whatever it is they 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 um they didn't give him the qualifying offer whatever it is. So he's just mm-hmm. a straight up free agent. You know, so six million. He only makes six million. So those draft picks, maybe maybe even send a Kevin Knox or something like that. You know, I, you know, quickly. I know they're gonna ask for quickly. You know, this, this, these, these are things we got to really think about, man. Is like how, how bad do we do we want to improve? You know, how bad? You know, what, what, what is our, um, our um, goal? What, what is our vision? You know, because like if, if you look at the, um, the, the canvas that we, that we put out, yes, last year, last year we, we were forty-one and thirty-one. We were the fourth seed. I was, I was just arguing on, uh, on the, um, the what do you call the, um, uh, what's the freaking guys? Nixon Bruises um, show with, um, with Tony. <laughs> with, I don't know if you peeped it, man, but we was all arguing about the stuff. But it's like, yeah, we, 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 um, pa- we painted a picture. So, I mean, mm-hmm. like, like, um, you know, we, we, um, we have, um, Alfred Payton, we got, mm-hmm. uh, Reggie Bullock. Those are two, two positions that everyone's talking about that we need to improve on. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, you know, they, they, they were talking about, um, like, say, like, 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 uh, like just absorbing contracts. That doesn't really make any sense to do, to do that. You know, absorbing contracts. We have all this on this this draft capital. What are we using it for? So I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna do something like that, absorbing something or or, or whatever, or or trading something, Colin Six is right there. He's right there to take. 
You know, they, you know, they already, um, they already burned that bridge with him. They, they, they don't have, you know, they, they're letting him do what he wants, but then they don't, they're not giving him the confidence to let him know that, that he's the guy that they, that they want. They have, they're not giving him no respect. So, I mean, you know, I don't know what else we could say about that, man. He's definitely a guy that we need, that we need to snatch. We can't let another team get him. Because <laughs> now it's just there. Now it's really there. And then we, we got to be realistically, now we got a chance to really go get Kyle Sexton. And now we got another chance to go get Lonzo Ball. And I know me and you, like, really don't really – Lonzo Ball is really not A, you know, option A on the list, right? He's still high up on the list. He's option B for me. He's option B for me. I think Kyle Sexton is option A for me. Um, Lonzo Ball is option B for me. And then everybody else is in group C. Um, the Pelicans, it's my 10th overall, right? <clears throat> so around that 10th overall area, uh, I see point guards, I see guards, I see wings. They're trading that pick. It is it, no way. I, I don't know, Dar. How you feel about that? Like, you think they would uh, move that pick in a three-team deal to get somebody that can help them win now because I don't I don't see them draft I do see them drafting Devion Mitchell but then you have to let Lonzo walk for free basically like you're basically pushing Lonzo out the door if if, if I see them take a point guard what you need Lonzo for you know that's there, another thing too because they invested money in in um you know uh Brandon Ingram and then they got Zion too man so and then plus they still got they're paying the um um, what's the name? Um, Aquaman. They're paying Aquaman all that money. And, you know, so what, what are they doing? They got to figure out, are they trying to win now or, or if they're going to draft? So I'm with you. I can't I can't see them um, drafting at, at num- number 10. They're going to have to uh, figure out a way to, to get some more talent. So, I mean, like, like say, like like a team. You know, I keep throwing – I keep saying Sacramento and all these uh, other different teams, but they have they, these guys have players for no reason. So, I mean, I feel like I feel like they really need to um, to figure out figure out what they're going to do. But, but you know uh, – the Pelicans, if they have any any aspirations to keep Zion around, they, they definitely have to do something to um to to build that talent base over there. Because they already dropped the ball. They had Stan Van Gunny. They drafted the wrong coach. You know they 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 screwed up on Lonzo Ball, the chemistry and stuff there. They already know that people don't want to live in, in in um uh you know New Orleans to begin with. You know so it, they already dropped the ball all, all all different ways there, man. So they they definitely have to make a stand and and show Zion that they really care about him being there. You know. Yeah. Yeah, you got to. They got to make a move. It's not like, like if RJ showed what Zion showed already. Like if RJ was averaging twenty six, me and you, me and you would be having a, a different type of conversation. You know what conversation me and you would be having? Who besides RJ is we packing their bags for? <laughs> like it, we would be having no discussion about trading up. No discussion about um draft picks because if, when you get a guy like that, and, and I'd be so jealous of teams like that. Like, you know, Pelicans, you got you got Zion and you got um Brandon Ingram, bro. Before they both in their primes, you gotta do right by them. If you had a guy like that, bro, please, please, especially with their franchise, because what else are they doing over there? Like I said, nobody wants to be in New Orleans. So your, your your window right now to do something is now. 
You know, you, you have to take advantage of the talent you, that you have on that roster. You can't sit in, sit on your fingers and, and and hopefully hopefully do something good. You have to like like the um the pressure's on for that franchise. They have to do something. Yeah, <laughs> they definitely got to do something. And and you you know what's crazy? The luckiest team, um, in this lottery is the Hornets, because with their pick, they could like they could do millions of things with their pick. They could trade it. They can move it for a next year pick. Um, they can move it to move salary off their team so they could be in this year's free agency. Uh, they do got Terry Rozier, but they got they drafted Lamella Ball, so they wouldn't need Terry Rozier. They could let Devontae Graham walk. That's another guy who's in who's option C for me. I, I really don't want Devontae Graham, small um point guard. I'm really not in favor of him, but he's an upgrade. You know, anybody besides Alfred is an upgrade. So we'll be jumping for joy regardless. Um, but I think uh, with the Hornets trade, trade us their pick, I think they would though. Now that I think about it, um, dog, I think, I think, I think if we package um, 19, 21 and 32, I think we can move up to 11 to the Hornets pick. I, I think we can. It's possible, but you know, like like you said, they they're gonna be thinking about moving their roster around because they they you know they, they you know they already have ball you know um you know Mellow Ball is definitely the franchise point guard for that for that team. So you know they got they got to get up off of Scary Terry and um Devontae. So they you know you know they're probably gonna have to um uh figure out a way to to move those guys to get somebody else here. So that that um that pick for them is probably gonna be packaged into that you know to to entice some team to um to give them somebody. And, and, and it's crazy because people, like, I, now I'm looking at the Spurs, right? And I'm trying to think, like, what do what do, do the Knicks be a good trade partner for the Spurs? So I'm thinking about their roster. They got Keldon Johnson. That's his name, if I'm not mistaken. They got, yeah. So... Um, they got the other guard. His name is not coming to my mind right now. Um, Lisa. um, they got Dejounte Murray, and I seen an article today that the Spurs will trade for Ben Simmons. So you never know. Um, is the Spurs? Can we move up to the Spurs picks? Pick? Um, is it possible? I think it is possible, but I don't believe that they would move that pick. I think they would keep that pick. Um, and keep stockpiling, um, talent. Because I think DeMar DeRozan is going to leave. What the Spurs should do, honestly, and I wholeheartedly believe the Pacers should do this, I would tear it down. I'd destroy the whole roster, bro. Who's that? San Antonio? Yeah, I would Sam Hinkie, bro. I would nuke that whole roster, bro. Everybody's up for sale. (laughs) Because when you you look at that roster, San Antonio is like – one of the worst kind of rosters to have because you don't you don't got a star and then you don't know on your roster who can be that guy like when you watch Devin Vassell can he be that guy look I, I don't got the time stone so I'm not going to sit here and say he probably can't because Kawhi didn't average 20 until his fifth season so I, I don't know but when I'm looking at that roster I don't I don't see a guy so, how do you feel about that? 
Yeah, man, San Antonio, they got a lot of guys that do the same thing, too. You know, they're they still holding on to Patty Mills, but he's not make, really making a lot of money. Uh, Rudy Gay's not going to be around. Uh, you mentioned Devin um, Vassell already. He, he didn't really get a lot of minutes a lot, um, last year because, like like you said, they, we have, they have so many guys. Um, Derek White is another guy that they, they love over there. They paid Derek White, which was weird. Um, you know, very, uh, very. that was very weird. I don't understand because they, they got Lonnie Walker. All these all these guys, they basically do the same thing, you know. So, you know, a, a team like that, I, I don't know, man. I, I think I think now is their time to be a lottery team. You know, now is their time to to sit back. Don't don't make no trades. You know, don't try to get better. Just let these young guys do their thing. Because Pop, Popovich is already thinking about leaving. You know, um, mm-hmm. so you know now now is it's their time to to sit back again, uh, lose for a year or two. And uh, and really really um just play that game to see if they can get like a top pick next year or something like that, and and just um just start it over. They they have to start over. There's no other way because um you know San Antonio for all the winning that they did over there, they're, they're another team that nobody wants to go to. You know because because uh, it's it's about playing under Pop's system, and he's not gonna you know you you're not gonna go there to to shine. You're gonna go there to really just work in that system. You know so so it's it's just weird. It's just it's they they have a weird a very weird situation over there in San Antonio. Very um, San Antonio, they got that's another roster. Like, don't you can't identify the guy, so why not just start over? And I, and I don't think we, we would be a good trade partner for San Antonio unless they want to move back and take a couple, couple of cracks at the um, draft. And be my guest, that's the only way I could see uh, San Antonio trading us that pick. Um, yeah, but and also too, as far as salary, the only salary that they have, um, you know, that mm-hmm. this mess this messed up is Dejounte Murray. They, they they paid him like fourteen mil, but um, you know, everybody else is coming off the books. All the other bigger contracts, so you know, they they just they just sitting on 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 nothing. So they they basically gotta just play that game. Mm. So, <laughs> it, it, so now you're looking at uh, the Indiana Pacers. They get the thirteenth pick. 13 pick is the lucky pick, man. I, I looked at, yo, so real quick, right? I looked at the last 30 years of the 19th pick and the 21st pick, right? And what I came up with was very disturbing. Um, for the 19th pick, the 19th. Let me make sure. So for the 19th pick, I think in the history of the NBA, when I'm looking back at the past 30 years, well, this decade, John Collins, and I'm just naming the best 19th overall picks from each decade. John Collins, you got Malik Beasley, um, Tobias Harris, Avery Bradley, Gary Harris. That's from the twenty the 2010s. Uh, 2000s. Jeff Teague, Hakeem Warwick, Zach Randolph. Yeah. They're, they're all basically the same kind of player, you know, like overachievers, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, guys that that um that you're just lucky that they they they're doing something in the NBA. But, so, but I mean Zach. Mm-hmm. Zach is Zach is removed. I, I say that Zach um, Randolph is removed from that. He's he's definitely he's definitely was a good player. He was a good player. Yeah. 
But he was rougher on the edges too, man. That, that dude, like he had a reputation of being a street dude. People were afraid, kind of afraid of him a little, a little bit. They were afraid to pay him. You know, the Knicks, the Knicks um had him, and then we we still dumped him to to get Amari Stoudemire. When we, when hindsight is always twenty twenty, we should have just kept Zach Zach Randolph for all of that because Zach Randolph went on to have like his like his best portion of his career after the Knicks traded him to Memphis and stuff. You know, so yo, that's a fact. Hey, yo, he was a beast. He yeah. was. a and you want to know what's else so funny about that? If the Knicks kept Zach Randall, oh no, we go into 2010. You don't sign Amari. You still trade for Melo. But now instead of Amari, now you got Prime Zebo. And remember, Prime Zebo, he developed into a great leader. It, it, his on-the-court stuff was, was great. But I guess he went, you know, the Trailblazers, the Jailblazers, actually. If anybody don't know that, please go look that up with Rasheed Wallace and those boys. I, didn't he punch a teammate in the face from Zach Randolph? Yeah, I forgot who it was. <laughs> he, punched, <laughs> he punched somebody in the face in, in, in Portland, I believe, that that was. Yeah, it was. It was in Portland. Well, well, yeah. that's that's better than punching. Uh, you know, fire thing was just like Amari, man. Oh, fuck. You know, oh, when while you know while um while the, these guys are 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 saying the Mellow's um, wife is um Honey Nut Cheerios and stuff like that, Amari's punching. You know, fire thing was just it's crazy, man. You know, Zach Randolph wouldn't have had that that um that stuff, man, during that time nah, if he, he was on the roster. And um, so honorable mention Jamal McGlaw. I'm only mentioning him because at NBA Live 2003, I used to play with the Charlotte Hornets. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To me. yeah, he was good. He, he, yeah, I, I can't front, man. You couldn't stop him for some reason, man. As nah, soon as he got into the paint, he would just score. You couldn't stop that motherfucker. So oh, now God. I'm going to the 90s, right? <clears throat> I don't see nobody, bro. Oh. <laughs> I'm just skip the 90s. Oh. I'm going to the 80s. John Paxson? Uh, yeah. Two of the greatest. Two of the greatest. Two of the greatest, yeah. So the 19th overall pick is not a good – it does not have a good history of producing solid NBA talent. And I know people will say stuff like, like, like I'm going to give you a Twitter reply. Like this was somebody would say on Twitter. Like, and you – Notice the players I just brought up, like Zach Randall. Well, who was the players pick after that person? Uh, who was the players pick before them? No, that's not the exercise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, people kill me with that. Like, we're, I'm giving you what history is saying. Like, and it's not on the 19th overall pick side. Now, I could give you the 21st what pick. Hey, what, oh, what's up, Jay? How are you, man? Oh, my good. How are you? I'm good, man. My fault. <laughs> That's cool. So now I can give you the twenty-first pick, right? Mm. And uh, it, it's even worse. And the twenty tens, you like DeAndre Bember, uh, Justin Anderson, Mitch, Mitch McGarry, um, Grayson, Brandon Clark. Cool. He's um, Nolan Smith, Craig Brackens. P.U. <laughs> P.U. So let's go to, I'm going to go to the 2000s. Uh, Darren Collison, he was solid. Yeah. He, 
he's, he was he could start point guard for my team any day. I don't know about anybody else. I, I was used to the Andre Millers of the world. You remember Andre Miller? <laughs> yeah, I remember. I, I feel like I could I could have beat him one on one. But he was nice though. He would he would he would um give you like forty million assists uh, or whatever, you know. He he was he was one of those players we call we call nice trash. Like he like he was eye trash. Like he, like he was cool. Oh, um, yeah. so I just gave you the twenty the twenty um twenty tens. So now let me give you the two thousands. Uh, I already said Darren Collison, Ryan Anderson. He was cool. He was yeah. cool. Got paid. Then he got lazy. He was cool. He ushered in um. The stretch bigs with Dirk Nowitzki too. I, th- I think it was only Ryan Anderson, Dirk, probably like two of us who shot the three. Um, who was that height? So shout out to him. Now Rajon Rondo, easily the best twenty-first pick of the last thirty years, easily. And they value they value with that pick too because they you know he ended up being the leading you know point guard you know in that super team they had over there. Yeah, that's a fact. Yo. yo. People, if you don't remember Prime Rajon Rondo, please go watch Prime Rajon Rondo highlights. He was a good point guard, bro. Damn good point guard. Um, Nate Robinson, 2005. You know, shout out to the, um, my guy Nate, man. <laughs> Once a Nick, always a Nick. So he, yeah. he was a good player. He, he was good. He was good. He was crazy, man. But, uh, you know, for somebody his height, he had to be crazy. You know, and that's something I think the NBA didn't really get because they they blackballed him too because he actually could probably have stayed in the NBA, you know, a little longer because he he did average seventeen points for the Knicks, I think, one year. Yeah, you know? he did. He also played for Coach Thibodeau. I believe Coach Thibodeau won a playoff series with Nate Robinson as point guard. No, he, he did. He? I- well, I think in Boston, Boston, the, the, the famous story that they, that they says is that, you know, the, the game before, the game before uh, him and Baby had a big game, you know. So then when it came down to the last game, Doc Rivers told them straight up that they weren't going to play. And they straight up didn't play the next game. And they ended up losing the series, you know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't know what that's about, man. There's, there's a lot of politics in the NBA. And, you know, I, I really don't want to talk about that stuff now because, you know, we, we're not thinking about we, – we're talking about it from the love, man. So – a lot of stuff having to do with Nate Robertson was on a lot of politics. Remember when they when um D'Antoni benched him, and then no, his first game I, back he had like forty points. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about Mike D'Antoni, bro. He's such a clown, bro. Like when I think it's um Mike D'Antoni, bro, I just think of like what he did to Amari. In hindsight, you get what I'm saying, like because you ran Amari all those years, then you got Steve Nash who's playing KD. 50 minutes a game, like, and that reminded me of Mike D'Antoni. Like, that's some Mike D'Antoni stuff to do, like, running guys into the ground. So, man, I I, I, I dare hate Mike D'Antoni, bro. He's a great offensive mind, but the hell with him. So, yeah. Boris Diaw, you know. He was good. He was he, he, he was cool. He was cool. Um, Mo Pete. Mo Pete, Toronto Raptors. He was cool. Yeah, he had a decent career, man. He he was on. Um, they had a lot of fun teams in Toronto, from what I remember. Now they did. They definitely yeah. did. They definitely did. Um, but that's we we named one Hall of Famer out of all of those names I, I just said to you. So let's just. I'm gonna go to the 1990s. Um, for the old school cats, Ricky Davis, that was my guy. Remember he, remember he did the um, he put the ball to the hoop. And he tried to get his own. Yeah, he was batshit crazy, man. That dude, 
Ricky Davis, he's still crazy, man. He, he was he was doing he was doing stuff in the big three that that was like bugged out. He's a he's a crazy dude, man. So, so um, Michael Finley. Michael, Michael Finley was a steal. He he was um he probably was like an overachiever too, man. He was like six five. He, they they had him playing small forward or whatever. But he, he actually had a decent career, long yeah. career too. And um, Jason Williams was this white chocolate? Jason Williams. Um, what what does it say that? How how did he spell Saint it? St. John's. Oh, that's um yeah that's that's a big man. He, he got drafted by the Nets. That's the one that oh. shot his um his shot his driver. Remember that? Oh yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah, he that shot. I, I think he shot and killed this driver, man. And I, you know, that was a crazy. They did like a documentary on it, whatever. He he talked about it out. If if you feel like going through that, Google that, <laughs> Google that, and watch that whole thing. That shit was bugged out, man. You know, it was it was, it was crazy. He could have went to jail for the rest of his life for that. That's just a um. You know, not to get on top of it real quick. That's just in sports in general, like people mental health. So they mental health, like it, mental health is really important. <laughs> Dead serious, like. But, well, I'm pretty sure, like you guys, things that you do, like that's a hobby. It's just for you to like get away from the world. And I got things that I do. That's a that's hobbies that get away from the world. Whether you watch an anime, playing it. Or I'm sitting down in my crib, I'm watching anime and I got and I'm just not paying attention enough enough. Like you gotta like take care of your mentors. <laughs> yeah, but you know, here's the thing too. These guys they come into the NBA, they're only teenagers, you know, babies. Some of them are 20 something, you know. We say, oh, these guys are older, they, they, you know, we're talking about maturity, you know, physic physically maturing and stuff like that. But at the same time, when they, they come into the NBA millionaires, multi-millionaires. And a lot of these guys are coming from places where they had nothing, no support system, you know, you know, no money. You know, they 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 they're um banking on credit that hopefully they make the NBA. You know what I'm saying? So once they finally get the money, they just tweak out. That, that that's how you really know about somebody. Like when once they finally get the get the money, once they finally get money or power, that's how you really know uh, how they are. And then once they once they get the money and then they start feeling like they got power, then you got the whole um Kyrie situation. You got the James Harden, you got the Durant. These guys, they already think that they're, they think that there's something else. You know what I'm saying? So, so they're living out outside, outside of, of, of the realm of, of reality for the rest of us. You know, so, you know, it, you know, it's I, you know, my, my, I tip my hat to all these guys that's coming into the NBA, but it's it's not it's not easy, man. It's not easy trying to navigate that that whole thing. Nice. You know, and then then you're still trying to find out where your dick is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you don't you don't really know where you know you don't really know what to do with it yet. And then now all of a sudden you got all this money, you know. So it's like, you know, I wouldn't, you know, you, you kind of that's your dream to make it to the NBA, but at the same time you really don't kind of wish that stress on like your worst nightmare, you know. One know so crazy. Um, I was listening to, I was listening to um No Chill Gil Gilbert Arena Gilbert Arena's podcast, <clears throat> and him and um Dwight Howard was talking, and he was like, "Yo, you know, some of these guys in the NBA." They first two um, years in the NBA, they broke. And he, was, he, and he was explaining, like, you know, as soon as you get in the NBA, what's the first thing you want to do? You go buy your mama a house. <laughs> so that's going to be 300 down. Then you got to get a car. Then you got to get a credit card. You might need to swipe this. And then, it, like, millionaire taxes ain't mean your taxes, right? So these, these goddamn guys are getting taxed. 
let's say if you get a hundred million, 30 million is getting taxed, <laughs> especially in New York. Then you got to pay your agent. So that's probably like another 10 million, like something crazy. And you need vets. You need vets, yo. This, like, even though I'll be killing the vets on the show all the time, and I'd be like, yo, one year merch, there's still minutes. At the end of the day, like, you need those guys to navigate young guys on your team. Because you 18, 19, I, yo, I don't know what I would have did, bro, if I was 18, <laughs> bro. And I got, I'm 6'8", 18, number one overall pick. And I, my first check in my bank account is 500,000? 500, 500, yo, bro, my head might explode. I'm, man, I might buy God some Henny. <laughs> Word up. You might try to do that. You might try to buy, buy God some Henny. Yo, but yo, Shaq, Shaq told a story too, man. Shaq said that his first contract, of course, like you said, gonna buy his mama house and this, whatever. And he went, he said, Yo, I gotta get myself something. So he bought himself a truck, something like that. He bought himself a truck. So, um, he only got three million, three million dollars his first year. So he got the house for his mom, you know what I'm saying? He went and he had to get himself a crib. Then he went and bought himself a truck. And then his dad said, Hey, what about me? He says, Oh, fuck it, I'll get you a truck too. And he went and got him the same truck, you know what I'm saying? I, I think, uh, I think his mom got a truck too. And then after he mm-hmm. finished paying for all that stuff, his agent was like, uh, you know, could you could you stop? <laughs> could you stop spending money? Like, why what happened? I got I got it, whatever. Yeah, but you didn't pay taxes yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you spent you spent like like um like like 75% of your money and you didn't even pay taxes yet. So like basically you you live in you work you living for free right now. You know, yeah. so all your money, all your money is gone. So like he had endorsements and stuff like that. So he basically was making money that way through the endorsement. That, that was holding him down until the next year when he started to really like you know balance his money and stuff like that. So it's it's easy, man. Stuff is easy to, to go. My money goes quick, you know, because um a lot of people, like I said, a lot of people come from poor situations, and or even even if they do have money, or whatever, you, it just gets to your head. Especially these Instagram models and stuff like that. You're trying to stunt and trying to live like a um like a you know like a you know trying to live like lavish. You know what I'm saying? So you're gonna do stupid stuff, bro. I. Salute to those guys, man. This is another reason why, like, I love our young guys, bro. Like, I love all of those young guys, like, Quick, RJ, Mitch, Frank, Knox, Harper, everybody, all them young guys. Because when you living in New York, bro, everybody know they they make plays, bro. Everywhere they go, they're known as make plays. Frank Nilakina, I know everywhere he go, he got the French big booty women behind him, right? <laughs> but but the thing is, you never hear, oh, uh, Kevin Knox is stumbling off the club, or, or Julius Randle, he's arguing with somebody, he's he got into a fight. Like, you never hear stuff like this. Like So, you know, me as a Knicks fan, like, I really appreciate those guys. Like, they never get in trouble with it. And you never hear about um, them buying something crazy or, or or even saying something stupid on, on on Twitter or anything like that. So I'm glad to have those guys, bro. Yeah, that's Stu Gillens. That's too. You got to give credit to to our, our front office because we, we at least we're keeping an an ear out for those those type of things. Getting high character guys, guys that that care more about basketball than the outside stuff. You know. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Um, so let, let, let's keep it going. Though. I just want to say this last uh, 
pick, the 32nd pick, and then we can get right back into showing the people about the lottery. Because I'm I, now I'm seeing people talk about John Wall, and I want to get into that garbage. But um, the 32nd pick in the last 30 years, and oh, just to walk it back a little bit, the 21st pick, there was nobody in the 1990s era. It was all trash, and it was nobody's in the 80s ever. They was all trash. So <clears throat> we get into the 32nd pick. You want Zubac? You want Montrez Harry? KJ McDaniels? Justin Harper? Dexter? You know? Hey, that's that's what you want? Would you? No, right? Oh, oh okay. Cool. Cool. Um, <laughs> um, 2000s, right? Gabe Pruitt. Uh, Walter Sharp. Jeff Pentagraph, Luke Walton, AJ Goyton. Sounds like no. you're reading off like a like a I don't know like like a casting for like some <laughs> B movie in in Eastern Europe or something like that. You know, some kickboxing movie and shit. Yo, bro, nobody. There's nobody who's been picked 32nd in the NBA within the past 20 years, besides Zubac and Matres Harrell who I've seen been very successful. Now, the best 30-second overall pick in the last 30 years is funny because it's a high school player, Rashad Lewis. Mm. Funny. So this is why 2023, that draft is very important because I believe that's the first draft where high school players are able to come into the NBA. So if I'm if I'm the Knicks management, I'm not moving no picks from the 2023 draft. Those right. are all limits. I think after seeing the lottery today, those picks is off limits. I would entertain the Dallas pick, but only if they keep Porzingis. <laughs> <laughs> but Rashad Lewis uh, is the best 30-second overall pick. So I'm going to ask you, you know, I gave you a bunch of names, bro. You really want to keep all three picks? Uh, the Knicks picks? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man, because you, you just mentioned John Wall and Houston Rockets and stuff. So, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at um, – let me, let me put that back on the screen. I'm looking at um, their, their team and, um, you know, their draft picks or whatever. They, they actually have two other draft picks in this first round. They got the 23rd and the 24th, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so, I mean, you know, John Wall, you know, they, they, they could possibly – with that number two pick, they could possibly draft a, a point guard if they if they want to do that, or you know mm. they could they could just they could just stay with Evan Mobley. But the thing what I'm getting at is that John Wall, we can absorb his contract and take those two draft picks. What, what would you, would you do that? I can't believe I said that. <laughs> you know, because I mean John Wall. Let, yeah, let me John, see if I could talk myself into into a type of deal with John Wall. Scroll down on the screen, please. So Houston have. The 23rd pick and the 24th pick. So the only way that I would entertain John Wall, they have to give me both of those picks. And you got to give me John Wall. And I give you the 32nd pick. Because I'm absorbing his contract. And I give you Knox as a throw-in because I'm absorbing John Wall's contract. That contract's yeah. 
That contract is crazy, man. And plus, he Achilles injuries and stuff. And John Wall's an asshole. You know, it is he doesn't show you any kind of leadership. He just wants to come down the down the court and just go back at the guy that scored on him. That's all he's interested in, in, in you know. And you know, like if you if you make that if you make a move like that, you have to like talk to him. You got to talk to his people to figure out if if now in this stage of the game does he want to play basketball. You know, because uh, you come in the, with Tom Thibodeau. Tom Thibodeau's not going to deal with that bullshit. And then it's going to turn into a firestorm because we're in New York. You know, we're in New York. So if, if he was to make that that move, um, you know, John Wall would have to buy in. So just right right off the bat there, that's something that we're not going to do. <laughs> we're not doing that. I, it's tough. They, John Wall healthy. If, like, if he showed me he was healthy last season. Probably, He's a good player. I could probably entertain it, you know. But. He wasn't healthy. So those two picks that they've given us, now, now, can you package 23, 24, 21, 19? Now scroll up, scroll up into the scroll up into um, the lottery simulator, bro. Now, what team would take those four picks? Oh, you're getting crazy now. Like, unless OKC, it, unless um this guy got a got a a a, a draft pick coke. Coke fetish, uh, uh, like unless he just want to snort all the draft picks he want, then hey, like if OKC want to give us the sixth pick and we give him those four first round picks, be my guess, bro. <laughs> but um, oh, I can see, I can see the Warriors taking that because they don't want to take up, they don't want to take number seven overall pick salary. If we get what Maybe. I'm saying, I see the Warriors um taking that type of deal, um. I don't see Orlando taking that type of deal because they already got enough draft picks. And I do see now, uh, this just came to my head, and I'm looking at New Orleans. Would you take Steven Adams in the 10th pick? Depending on who's at 10. Depending on, so Jalen Johnson's there at 10. Or, 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 Jalen Johnson's there at 10 or, or um, Kaminga's there at 10. Well, we know Kaminga probably won't be there at 10. But Jalen Johnson or, or one of those guys, would you do that deal? Ah, uh, man. What, trading those four picks? Yeah. No, not uh. the – so, like, it, I trade two picks, probably Knox. I probably do um, Burks in a signing trade. To, to to get Steven Adams in the 10th pick. So now you got your backup big, you got and you got and you got Mitch. Because you yeah. know Thibodeau probably never play small, bro. Like it's so would you do would you do that? Well you, you just threw Tib into the mix. I don't think I don't think Tibbs would be down with that. You know? You know, I, I think I think they, they really want to try to win now. You know they want to they want to build on what they did and then they want to they want to move forward with that so I, I think i just really think our draft picks we, we, we're not we're just not going to be um be the team that's going to draft this year unless unless we we fool around and we, and we do something where where we get something extra get a, get some extra picks then then we might keep somebody you know but as it stands here 19 and 20 19 and 21 i think i think those picks are going to be gone some kind of way yeah but, well, me too well, you know, back to back to Connor Sexton, you know, just to, to jump around, uh, we, we can trade for Connor Sexton, you know, you know, the way that we ex we explained it, and then we we still have money, and we could we could sign Alonzo Ball, 
So you got Lonzo Ball that doesn't want to drive, whatever. He's a he's a uh, facilitator. He can shoot the three, and then you got Colin Sexton that that's that's a um, you know, he's a scorer, big alpha alpha scorer, man. So now you got you you take care of, uh, of two you know two birds with one stone kind of kind of thing, and and you still don't really take out take out away a lot of your cap space because the Knicks is supposed to have what like like fifty something mil, um mm-hmm. next year. So now you take you taking away basically twenty because that, that's what Ball Ball's probably gonna probably gonna get twenty. You know, hypothetically, so you know, then you still got thirty mil to, to spend, and you and you traded for for Colin Sexton, yeah, and you still got thirty million to, to spend, you know. So so now now you're really talking about some some firepower there without without even really um moving too much. And you got to think about it like this, like, and people me when they say stuff like, um, you know, you just said John Wall wasn't a leader, right? So right. somebody just said to me, Colin Sexton is not a leader. So let me shoot this question at you. Who is getting paid a max contract deal on the Cleveland Cavaliers? Um, I wouldn't pay. I don't know. Well, well, the thing, the thing with on Connor Sexton. No, I'm saying no. What I'm saying is, who like what? Who's the current player on the Cleveland Cavaliers roster? Who's who's on a max deal right now? That I got love. So I don't know how you can say to me that Colin Sexton is not a leader when he's not being paid as a max player on that roster right now. So and I and I've never heard I never read read articles where he wasn't a leader. John, I know damn well John Wall ain't no damn leader after what Bradley Bill said about him. And he said it. Well, yo, to to compare the two players, man, John John Wall and, and Sexton. Um, you know, John Wall, he gets angry and he likes to go at the other other team just for himself. But the thing with with, with Connor Sexton, Connor Sexton, he plays to the crowd. You know, he's talking, he's talking junk. He, he's in the game. You know, he's he's really more and more in control in control com- compared to to John Wall. If that if that, that kind of makes sense, you know. And um, yeah. you know, because like John Wall, John Wall would just get the ball and just you know drive himself into the other team's defense smash right into them and you don't know what's what's what he's doing you know and you don't know what he, what he's trying to do he is really just going for self but i mean like like Colin Sexton and in, in, in the manner in which he plays you know i i just think that, that his style of play especially with with the heart that he plays with I, I just think that he would be a better um better pick and then we explained it too man we all if we, if we're going to have um Tom Thibodeau here, you know, you, you, we talked about it. I think you was the one that said it in one of the other podcasts that, that he's going to need to have somebody to mold. You know, so you bring Colin Sexton here, he's going to be somebody that that Tom Thibodeau can rein in, you know, rail, you know, and, and then teach him to, to play in, in the system. And, um, you know, it, it just will fit so much better because then you can still play the way that we played last year and don't have to rely on Colin Sexton being a, a distributor. You know, you, you you put that that um that that um that power back in, you know, keep it in Randall's hands. But you know, you also got Lonzo Ball too. That's gonna be that guy to help the ball move. So it just balances everything out, in my opinion. Okay. If he was to get those guys, I'm gonna tell you right now, <clears throat> I'm not interested in a Randall-led team. A Randall uses rate-led team anymore. Like I'm good with that. But we got Lonzo Ball though. And- if, you know, if you know that's the scenario, if we if we had Lonzo Ball and um Connor Sexton with with uh, Randall plus thirty million left to spend with RJ. I mean, wait, how, how, wait, hold on. Not, not, wait, hold on. Now you going you going Loki episode two? <laughs> well, episode three. That would be episode three. All right, episode three. Like, wait, hold on. 
in what universe do the Knicks have both those guys on our on our roster? This well, listen, um, Colin Sexton only only makes six million. Uh huh. You know, so if we if we get Colin Sexton, it's going to be for the nineteenth pick and the twenty first pick, right? Mm-hmm. And then plus whatever else that we're going to add add to that to, to entice them. So I mean, you know, we want, we might have to take on another contract with Kevin Love or not. You know, I, I just hypothetical. You know, we we can trade these two picks, uh, and then you know, I, I don't know if you're going to have to throw Obi in that mix just to make that work. You know, but anyway, you know, it, it's just a way to you know to get Colin Sesson because it's not going to be a lot of money to do it. It's going to definitely have to do to deal with these picks, and um and whatever. But then you know, um, Lonzo Ball is a free agent, so like I said, we um, more than likely going to have to pay twenty million for him. So that's that's how you got both of them. You got um, you know Connor Sexton and, and Lonzo Ball. And then you still got thirty million dollars to spend, Bro. and you still got RJ. So, but all right, here's the thing. So Sexton, you would have to honestly, you would have to first of all, you got to pay both of them. Who's that? But third of all, now you got to pay Randall. You got to give Randall his money, bro. So. Damn, that's tough. Like, I, I, I don't see that happening. It's a great thought, though. That means that, that means that New Orleans, it basically means New Orleans kept the 10th pick. They drafted another point guard. We paid, we overpaid for Lonzo, meaning we paid the high. We gave him four year, 100 million. You know, New Orleans ain't going to match that. And then in another, in a separate deal, we traded, I trade Knox. The 21st pick, I give up. Wait, is the 21st pick? That's the. Mm, that's tricky. I will give up Knox. I will give up that 2022 pick unprotected. I would definitely give that pick up unprotected. And I think I would give up. Because if you give up a pick in 2022, you, it's the Stefan rule. So you can't give up picks back to back years. So. That's the reason why I would give up the 2022 pick because 2023 is when the high school players is coming in. And I don't want no parts of dealing with dealing those picks, like I said earlier. So it's tough, but I would give up Knox, one of those two first round picks and probably 2022 pick. Now, if I'm saying that wrong, then I would give up the 2022 pick and I would give up Dallas uh, 2023 pick and I would give up Knox. So, I gotta really get that deal together. Yeah, whatever scenario you, you you can come up with to to get it to get it done. But any way you look at it, that that could get done to get Colin Sexton. You know what I'm saying? Something something that we, that we, that that we put together is, is it could get us Colin Sexton. You know, yeah. unless unless another team does that. But you know, say we already mentioned like like Orlando's not going to do that because they got they got so many they got so many um young guys and stuff. So they have no use for Colin Sexton. You know, and all these other different teams that I'm looking at, they, you know, they really don't, they don't, they, it's not an incentive to, for them to make that move. The only, the only team really that, that that's really incentive to make that move is, is the Knicks really, you know? So, you know, I, I think we have a shot. We have a shot to, um, to get them. We could get both. That's what's so funny. <laughs> we, we could really see, like, like, it, it. <laughs> 
no, man. Because I'm you no. Know, when you talk about like like extending players and stuff like that, I'm not I'm not thinking that way. I'm only thinking about how can we maximize the the um the the team that we that we put on the floor next year. So I mean, if we if we was to like we'll we'll have thirty million left, man. So you, you want to talk about resigning Rolls? Maybe if Rolls wants to come back, uh, resigning Bullock to come off the bench. But then but then you got Randall, RJ, Sexton, Ball, and Mitch starting. You know, then then you might still have a little bit of extra money to to maybe get like a like um like a big man. You know, some kind of some kind of big man that can that can give you a little bit of um scoring, you know, something um to give him a contrast to Mitch. So now now all of a sudden you 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 made your team better. I ain't gonna lie, gotta keep Mitch in that situation. He he gotta get paid. He I I wouldn't care if the Knicks was capped out to that type of team. Um pay Randall, pay Mitch. If you get if you if you got Lonzo, go get Lonzo. Um, reconstruct Colin Sexton deal, get him to, uh, you know, that's tough. That's tough. I like the way how you brought it up though. Like, yo, we can really get both. Uh, now I'm going to sit for the next few days and really think about ways we could, how we can get both. <laughs> yeah. We, we just said it though. We just signed one and, and then trade the other one. Yeah, and and then, you know, one. like, like you, you keep saying pay guys, man, we don't got to pay nobody. You know, eventually we gotta pay them because you know after we so let's say if we was to get this to get this team together, we would have to pay Randall, we would have to pay um uh Sexton and Mitch, all three of them. You know, but but if we establish uh, um you know a team that plays well, then 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 you can um could start negotiating contracts and stuff like that. Because guys are gonna want to play with each other if they're playing well, you know. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's nice. That's nice. I, I like I like how we're talking about improving this team. I'm 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 having visions of Malik Monk in, in his blue and orange jersey too. I'm, That's another guy. Malik Monk yeah. can be could be a guy to be picked up because you know we you know I, I think you're over um um Alec Burke right? Yo, <laughs> you don't even want to talk about him. I don't even want to talk about him, bro. That like that yeah. is that real? Like the 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 e word. I don't want to talk about the e word no more. If you, if you could get a hint at what I mean by that, and yeah, bring up Burks no more. Like it, that's it. I'm I'm through with that. But, yeah, um, but a guy like Monk is definitely somebody dangling that we could pick up. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. It it was crazy as we continue looking down this uh lottery stuff. So now we come back to the Warriors, and now they got the 14th pick. Now, what was the what was the trade package that me and you spoke about? I think about a week ago. Was about a week ago. And it was Andrew Wiggins in the 14th pick, and we absorbed his contract. And his contract ends in 2022, 2023. And I, I wouldn't mind it. Uh, I, I think we're going to see Wiggins and RJ starting on the same team, Team Canada. So how are you feeling about that? Yeah, we, we, we talked about it a bunch of times, but it, it's just like, like um, who, else, who are we going to give um, Golden State? We got to give them something that, you know, who who do we give um Golden State? Because I you know I, I I agree we 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 could um absorb the contract you know they they get off of that um repeated tax and all that, but um but they have to get something back. We they can't just get a give us a free player. That's true. That's true. But remember that repeated tax, bro. Like they're gonna want to compete, and then they're gonna have to make a decision. Like, do you pay? See, because Kobe is gonna make less money. And that's the thing. Like we know he's gonna make less money. So, do you do you pay Ure less money 
and trade Wiggins and either that seventh pick or that that fourteenth pick because you got you got to save money. Like, what are they gonna do over there? So I don't know. Got a lot of questions they need to answer. A lot of questions. I don't know why they don't trade for Cat. They bugging. I don't know what that would have been on the table for me. Maybe, maybe that's it. You know, they, they actually have a couple dangling pieces, man. If they was to trade Wiggins, but well, Wiggins back to, back to Minnesota? No. You know? No. 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 I don't know, man. It's a lot of it's a, it's a lot of a lot of stuff, man. A lot of a lot of stuff to think about. So many different scenarios. You, you want to know so crazy? You want to know so crazy? I just thought about it too. Remember that star lineup that we said like the other week, and it was um it was Sexton, it was Sexton Wiggins, I mean, no, it was Sexton R.J. Wiggins Randall Mitch. It looked plausible now. <laughs> yeah, something that could be done. We also was talking about sending R.J. out there too. Wait, sending R.J. out where? To Golden State. Bro, we ain't never say nothing. We, we, you ain't never. You better not. We, you better not. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it was us that talked about it, but but let's say let's say if, if that's on the table, Randall, Randall going to Golden State. You know that. Oh you know, wait, you said Randall or yeah. RJ? No, um, Julius Randall. Ju- Julius Randall. Because I mean, you know, Gino, uh, Gino just came on here. He said he said that if we can get the uh, seventh or fourteen pick, the thing is, like, how are we getting the pick if we're not trading nothing? Because because uh, a, a lot of fans they want stuff, but they don't want they don't want to give up nothing. So I mean, like like um, trading them Randall, you know, and you know, th- like like I said, they have to re- they have to repeat a sack, so they got to give up salary. The Knicks could absorb mm-hmm. salary. So if we was to give a Julius Randall to them, he only makes nineteen million. We take back Wiggins. Then it, then it kind of makes sense, okay? If the Knicks are going to absorb absorb money off off of their books, then but we still have to give them something, you know? You know what I'm saying? And you Yo, know that's crazy. See, I don't want to put that on Twitter because they're gonna kill me. They already think like I hate Randall and stuff like that. So I I can't even put that out there, man. That's the thing, man. I'm I'm a Knicks fan. I I only care about nothing but the Knicks. You know, Randall's cool. You know, I I I probably would shed a tear if we traded Randall because I'm gonna be thinking about his son. You know, more than anything. You know, you know, because that's gonna break his heart if we if we trade if we trade Randall. But I don't I don't care about Randall. I care about the Knicks. Any any way that we could that we can get a move together to make the Knicks better is what is what I'm down to do. You know. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? All right, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just thought about it. I just thought. So they got Draymond Green, right? Um, hmm. Would they trade seven and fourteen for Randall? So you start Draymond at center. Like, how does that work? On Golden State? Yeah. How does that work? I don't know how that worked. Because remember, they got James Wiseman. So that, ah, that's that's. Well, how about this? Maybe um, they're tired of Draymond Green's bullshit, and they send him Draymond Green and Wiggins plus the seven and fourteen pick to the Knicks, to the Knicks, and and we we give up um, Julius Randle and maybe um, like I don't know Kevin Knox or something like that. What do you think about that? Because because now you're talking about taking away salary from them to clean up their their little situation. Because Julius Randle only only makes nineteen, and we're gonna be we're gonna take back basically fifty million. 
from them. Yeah, that's a lot of bread. Yeah, but then we take on the, those draft picks too, just to help oh, them out with their repeaters tax. Mm-hmm. So, so go to state is just an overall. Go to state overall. Like I got my eye on them. Like we're gonna know within the next few weeks what they want to do. But yeah. I'm not gonna want to keep all those picks. That's for sure. That's yeah. what I know about Golden State. Um, so as we go further down the line, now we got Washington Wizards. And so now we can bring up John Wall. I mean, not even John Wall. Um, Russell Westbrook, excuse right. me. You know, so what if the Wizards like, yo, we got to get off this Russell Westbrook contract and we're going to take next season, right? Would you take Russell Westbrook in the 15th overall pick? Dog, I'm going to put you on the spot. Well, who are we going to give up, though? That's that's the question. I, I, see, I don't know. Everything just goes back to Knox. <laughs> yeah, it's the same deal. Whatever whatever we can think of, it always comes down to your old Knox, whatever. These, these are the only guys that we have on the contract. But these guys are terrible. You know these guys are like like we like Knicks fans. Knicks fans put these guys on pedestals, but not for nothing around the league. They, they everybody thinks these guys are are terrible. You know. Yeah, and you we gotta understand like people value somebody probably will value Kevin Knox differently the way the Knicks fan base do. You know what I'm saying? Not yeah, but not not to not to trade Westbrook and their 15 pick just to get <laughs> Kevin Knox. But to get off of they they in luxury they salary cap hell, bro. And then you got to think, they got to think, Bradley Bill might, he's a free agent coming in next offseason. Right, exactly. So they just traded Westbrook and the 15th pick for, for nothing? And what, what's, what's, what's Bill going to say? Bill going to walk too. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It, but that's, now look at the Wizards roster, bro. You, you got to trade that 15th pick to get them win, help, like win now help. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't, you can't go in the next season with Russell Westbrook and Bradley Bill under contract, and you going to sell that to your fans with the same roster? You kidding me? Yeah. So, but at the same time, just giving away the draft pick and Westbrook will, will be like, that would be a, that, that, you know, everybody would just move out the city. They would they would move and and go somewhere else. They wouldn't even want to be in the in the city anymore. Not not even just be fans of the team. Hmm. Because I mean, flip it, flip it for the Knicks. If the Knicks had Westbrook and we had the 15th pick, and you're talking about, oh, the Knicks are going to trade the uh, Westbrook and the 15th pick for for nothing. Different market though. You want but, different owners. But if you were different. getting if we, if you we were getting back Kevin Knox for Westbrook and the 15th pick, what would happen? <laughs> we riot in the street. <laughs> Not only that, the, the e, you talk you talk about ESPN and all these guys were, were going crazy on us. They would go they would go ballistic on us, man. That that would that would be something that we would never ever ever stop talking about. No, I would though. But you know, the Knicks moves is be magnified different. You know that, bro. <laughs> you know, and plus look at their market. They in Washington. You know, so the capital city of the country, though. <laughs> Ah, it's tough. It's, it's tough. I don't see Washington moving that pick unless they're moving John Wall with that pick, and then and, and, and they're trying to shed salary. Like that's the only way because they got a lot of other guys on their team that could play. You know what I'm saying? So 
I don't see the Knicks. I don't see us actually pack, packaging picks to move up to 15. So that was just a good thought. Um, but OKC is a funny team. That's a that's a real funny team. So OKC now has the sixth overall pick. And I need to know what is OKC going to do with that sixth, right? Because they got Kemba Walker on the contract. They have no, just a blank canvas. <laughs> what you think they're gonna do, man? You think they're? What you think OKC gonna do with these picks? Well, I mean, I'm looking at their roster. They got Shea Alexander. They got um, you know, they, they just got a bunch of nobody. They got um, Dort is over there. They just traded uh, Al Horford. They they got um, Kemba Walker now. You know they. Who do they have over there? They they got a they got a bunch of nobodies. Nobody's over there. Poku. Um, who's uh, Poku? Yeah, they got Poku over there. But but still, even even though they, they don't have nobody, so if, if anything, they are gonna need to keep some of these draft picks to see if they can hit on somebody. You know, they, they they're gonna want to try to do what they did with um, you know, with Duran and and Harden and Westbrook when they got all. They're gonna try to repeat history again with all these with all these different draft picks. How I many do, do they have? Huh? How many draft picks do they have this this draft? Like, um, so I think that they have three first round picks. Jesus, three first round picks, and then they got a bunch of second rounds. One, two. And they got a bunch of second round picks. And, uh, they got six draft picks in this draft, man. <laughs> three in the first and three in the second. Would they only want more draft picks like that? This did. They got the sixth pick. Do they move all their draft picks to try to move up three spots? Like, is there something that they is there somebody that they would identify that they would love on their roster? Oh, okay. I don't know. They 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 also have more cap space than the Knicks too. Oh, so you know the their whole roster is going to be empty, so they probably will draft everybody. Hmm. Small market, small yeah, market. Um, yeah, you're right, you're right. That's a small market, they're not gonna really look to, they probably won't look to move that six pick. Uh, if anything, you want to know so crazy, like, I wouldn't be surprised if they trade Shay. Yeah, but he only makes five million though, but as far as like. I wouldn't be surprised if they trade him to get more assets. Even though he makes five million. But six I, picks though? They already got six picks. How, how much how much assets they need? They would it was a, I'm all right, Oh, me the map. They're all the way in the back. No, in the front. In the next station. Yeah. My fault, bro. <laughs> That's cool. But um Oh yeah, OKC is a tough situation. I don't know if we could trade up with them. What would be the reason why they would give me a reason why they would trade back from the sixth pick? From the sixth pick, there's no reason. No reason. All right. Yeah, there's no reason. I, I've you know just looking at the roster, the, the highest paid player is is um Shea Alexander, and he only makes five five million. The next person is um uh, Gabriel Deck. Uh, Poku makes makes is the next one. These guys make three million. Uh, you know, um, uh, Bay, um, uh, this guy, um, um, Baisley, he only makes two million. 
Uh, Dort only makes one million, one point seven million. You know, so they, they have nobody on their roster, so they they basically gonna have to draft everybody. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. They're not gonna really need to draft nobody. So that's I guess OKC is a team that is no narratives that can be spawned from that. But overall, from this little uh, pod that we just did, it's a lot of teams that. The Knicks can look at and they can definitely make a move with those set teams. Mainly, um, I'm guessing from assuming from our conversation, the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Orlando Magic, Golden State Warriors, and the New Orleans Pelicans. And the Hornets, if they want to move back. Right. Well, another team we never mentioned the, the, this whole time is Detroit. You know, they, they got rid of Blake, whatever, you know, but but mm-hmm. outside of that, they got DeLon. I don't know if they still have DeLon right. I, I don't. I can't remember if they traded him too. But they got Sadiq Bay. They got um, um, Mason Plumlee. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Corey Joseph they still got. Uh, Jeremy, mm-hmm. Jer- uh, Jeremy Grant is a guy they got over there. So, oh, you know, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know I don't know if if they would keep Jeremy Grant if if Jeremy Grant would be somebody that that we could trade those two picks for too you know. Oh, just throw a monkey wrench in there. Oh. Because they they might be into into salary dumping you know right now because they they got Kay Cunningham, you know. It, it depends, because you could still. Hmm. hmm. They got Kay Cunningham. They got um Killian Hayes. Uh, Josh Jackson, you know, Sadiq Bay, whatever. So they might they might be thinking about just um, having Kate Cunningham and um, just uh, moving on from Jeremy Grant, getting him on another another team. Would you? So so for me, so it sounds like that you would definitely move Jeremy Grant. Am I correct? Well, Detroit, maybe maybe they might want to try to get Obi. If I'm if I'm Detroit, I'm I'm looking to try to save some money, and if I can get, let let's say if I, if I can get Obi, if I can get Obi for for Jeremy Grant, I, I would do that. If I'm Detroit, because like like I said, you got Kay Cunningham, you got Killing Hayes, uh, you know, whatever whatever else they got, they got like I, like I said, they got yeah Sadiq Bay, that's that's a decent um little lineup they got there, and they got uh, Hamadou Diallo too, they got a, they got a lot of nice little young guys over there, man, so. Um, getting rid of Jeremy Grant because he's 27. He's not on the same, um, you know, age um, range as them. You know, mm-hmm. so that that might be something that that, that they do. I would you take would, would you take Jeremy Grant off off of their hands? I would. Hmm, that's that's a monkey wrench right there. I think depending on who my point guard is. You know, I Jeremy Grant is he's a guy for like Colin Sexton like. If I got a, a small guard, I don't. I wouldn't want Jeremy Grant if I got if I was shooting for a guy like Lonzo Ball. Well, maybe I'm bugging because Lonzo six six, Jeremy Grant about six nine. You can put Jeremy Grant at the small forward. Then you got Randall. Then you still got RJ at the two. Then you got Mitch. It it could work. It could work. Yeah. My problem with that would be. Jeremy Grant is 27. Randall is 26 going on 27. Them boys going, they 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 gonna push my man RJ down in the pecking order. I, I I ain't feeling that. I ain't really feeling that. That's my only my only thing about that. 
that well, he, RJ would still be the shooting guard. Yeah, but in the locker room, he ain't better than Jeremy Grant right now. So uh, the, the shot attempts. It, well, what do you what do you care more about RJ getting getting his shit off or the Knicks winning? The Knicks winning, but I care about RJ getting his shit off too. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. I, I, I got to keep the bias there, brother. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Well, there's uh, another thing that we didn't talk about too, man. Uh, Gino brings uh, brings it up. Uh, who would you actually pick if we did um, if we did draft at our ooh. at our spots? Because they got us drafting Zaire Williams from Stanford and um, mm-hmm. Sharif Cooper from Auburn. See Sharif, man, five eleven, man. Them, 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 them five eleven guards, brother. I, I, I can't do. I can't draft a guard who's my height, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, oh, so for me, I would take Isaiah Jackson from Kentucky, or I would look. I would look at Isaiah Jackson or Greg Brown with one of those picks, um, mm-hmm. from Texas, and with a, like as a guard, I would look at Jaden Springer, Sharif Cooper. I would look at him by default, and uh, oh, that's probably about it. Hopefully, Josh. Yeah. If, if, if Josh Giddy fall to nineteen. You gotta take Josh Giddy. I mean, <laughs> like, who's that? Josh? Josh? Who? Josh, uh, Josh Giddy. Oh, Josh Giddy. Yeah. It, yeah. Can I throw a, 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 a wrench at you real quick? So, Davion Mitchell, he, you know, he came out today. He was six foot. We both know he's twenty two years old. He's gonna be twenty three when the season starts. I've seen in past uh, drafts where guys who are supposedly top five fall into the draft. I think there's a scenario where Devion Mitchell can literally fall the 19, and I think we will have to take him. I, I uh, so Gino, I appreciate you for asking that question. I'm surprised we didn't hit on that topic yet, but yeah, like somebody's going to fall in this draft, so. No, I, yeah, somebody I just, always falls. Or always falls. So Giddy, Kai, even Kai Jones, he might fall. Jalen Johnson, he might fall. Devion Mitchell, he might fall. Sharif, uh, but I'm not really high on Sharif Cooper. I take um, Isaiah Jackson, Greg Brown. Those those are just some of the names, though. Do you got any names that you would want? And I also hear people talking about Trey Man. So. I haven't really watched much of Florida this year, so I don't really know much about Trey Man. People say he's good, so I don't know. How about you, bro? Uh, a point guard. I think we. I think we need to trade or sign a point guard. I don't. I don't. I don't want to get another point guard in the draft. You know, I, I feel like we, we definitely need to get like um. You know, I, I guess I guess I can't really say that because because I'm I'm just thinking we got Luca. We got all these different guards that we got to take a look at, Luka. man. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. well, I, I wouldn't be mad if we got a guard. But um, like like I said, I've seen a lot of a lot of these guys play, and then like, I don't know if it, if it was just me that I was just so interested in the Knicks this year that a lot of these guys I, I really don't give a damn about. You know, these um guys they didn't really um jump out at me as as players that are that are really good. Um, some of these international guys too, like um, 
you know, they, they kind of they kind of like um intrigue me a little bit. There's a six six foot eleven dude. That's um, you know, his, his name is um Philippe, Philippe, whatever his name is. You know, all, all these I really don't know. I really don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, man. A, a lot of these names, <laughs> even in the second round, some of these names that, that I've seen play, I've actually seen them play, but they they're so far down on on the list that yeah, I don't know why they're not higher. You know, so this is this is like an early look at, at the draft with this lottery here. So some of these names that are down here on on the bottom, they might actually start rising as as, as the time goes on. You know, for sure. Um. Oh, how can I forget? B. I would I would have loved B. J. Boston here, but I seen the combine measurements today. I'm good. <laughs> What's his measurements? Six five, six seven in shoes. I'm good. I. I'm Damn, good. What kind of shoes he wearing? Heels? He's wearing red bottoms. I, <laughs> the funny one was um Jalen Johnson. So Jalen Johnson is six seven. I think he's six seven, like seventy five or whatever it's called. Um, without shoes, in shoes he's six nine. What the fuck kind of shoes they wearing? How do you, how do you gain four inches wearing shoes? I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know, man. Oh, James. So, I mean, broke night. How can I forget him? James broke night. My fault. Or. Uh, whoever's in the chat, man, my fault, man. But if he falls too, I would take him as well. Yeah, but he's a hot name, though. Everybody, everybody's he's on everybody's mm-hmm. um tip of everybody's tongue. Yo, man, but I, I wear work boots, man. If I wear work boots, I'm like I'm like five eleven. But if I'm standing without my work boots, I'm still five ten. You know, like how do you gain? How do you gain so many? I mean, maybe I might be six foot with my with my workbooks on, but how do you gain four inches just by putting shoes on? Like that doesn't make any sense to me. Hmm. I, I I don't know, bro. They probably wear constructs when they're doing the height <laughs> measurements the way they the way they was talking. But I don't get it. that's all the names I got for you, bro. Like I'm, we don't trade up and we just stand pat. Just get that word. Those picks. <laughs> That sounds. It don't even sound like. Dude, imagine the Knicks standing pat. Do it sound like? <laughs> That's what we've been doing though. We we've, we've been standing pat. So, you know, if if we just keep the same trajectory, we might end up just not doing nothing. You know, and then just you know doing the same thing, getting like Mercs again for another year, oh and then God. just play like that. That I think, I I think we're all done with that shit already. I think we already ready to like. Like make get it popping. We're ready to get it popping now. We ready. We already. We already taste the playoffs or whatever. It sucked that we lost the way that we lost. So now it's like, listen, we need to get better because I want to get back in it. I want to get back in the playoffs. I don't. I don't want to uh, to go backwards again. You know, I feel. Like, I feel like this is some something that's projecting forward, man. So I think the Knicks. You know, this with this with this regime, I think we definitely have to um have to make a move. We have to make a splash some kind of way. You know. And see, you already got people on Twitter. They're going crazy. They're talking about don't rule out Jalen Suggs to the Cavs and, and don't rule out Jalen Green to the Cavs. Hey, I painted the beautiful picture for everybody. You know, man. <laughs> so <laughs> we're we, we going to see. I guess we got into all the topics, yo. Yeah? yeah, we talked about everything, man. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Um, you know what to put on that screen, man. Where everybody can find us, man. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Play FM, Stitcher, uh, Google Play, um, everywhere, man. <laughs> what? What? We're not in the lottery. Um, any final words 
from you, dog, that we're not in the lottery. <laughs> yeah, thank God we're not in the lottery, man. You know, because it's it's just stressful, man. I'm I'm glad that that to 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 see the reaction of some of these other t- um teams. Just say like um, Orlando dropped two spots, OKC dropped two spots, uh, you know, Golden State dropped one spot, uh, you know, uh, Houston they, they they were supposed to get the number one pick, they dropped one, and Detroit jumped them. So I'm I'm glad that I'm not these teams anymore because it's just a lot of stress. I know we got RJ, but we could have had you know we could have had the guys that we could have had. Uh, you know, we we bypass um you know Donovan Mitchell and got. You know, you know, Frank Nilakina, so many different like heartaches that we have to deal with with this dumbass um lottery, man. So it's it's great that we don't that we don't have to deal with that anymore. I'm just just happy. I, I just want to move on. I, I want to continue to win. I the the feeling that, that that we had this year, we only won one playoff game, man. You do you know how on fire the city was that, that day we won that game, man? Only one playoff game. So I'm I'm anxious to 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 see what's gonna happen if we finally get a team together and, and put on a run. Yo, quick story, I'm and, and I'm going to get out of here. Bro, that day when we won that playoff game, bro, I was walking down 34. No, nah, I was walking down 33rd Street from 1st Avenue. I was walking straight down. I had on my Knicks shorts. I think I had on a Knicks shirt. I think I had on RJ, um, RJ Barrett jersey number. So I'm, I'm walking down the street. This is all you can hear. Go Knicks. Knicks tape. Hey, man, I like your shorts. You got random dudes fist bumping me. Yeah, man, you see the Nick, but it, like that energy is just so positive, bro. Especially when you see a random Nick fan, and they, and you see a person who got on a Nick hat, and you're like, "Oh, you a Nick fan, bro?" And they always smile back. Yeah, bro. You don't even gotta know. You don't even gotta know for a hole in the wall. Like, it, so it's it, it's a blessing to be a Nick fan right now in the city, and we ain't gotta deal with you know the New Jersey Net fans, you know, gloating. Um, about their super team that lost, but um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a great place to be. I, I just want to be in the mix again. I, I want to be, I want to be in the in the winning again. You know, like here, I, I love to see like Phoenix fans are going crazy right now. You know, because they never been, they never, uh, they, they they potentially could get to the finals. You know, uh, Atlanta, you know, they never been there, so it's exciting. You know, so I want to, I want to. I want to be in that mix again. I want to. I want to get a team together to play against Trey Young and battle with him. I want to battle with Trey Young. I don't want to get yeah. damn near swept by by Atlanta. You know. Yeah. You know. You know. Giannis is, is in his prime right now. I want to bang with them. I want to bang with all these guys. I want. To, I want to smoke. Yeah. You know. I, yeah, I want yeah. to bring it back yeah. to how it was back in the days, man. Yeah. You know. I want that smoke. We dog. Don't have Trey Young going against no thirty-seven-year-old Chris Paul. Or no, no 35-year-old Kyle Lowry. Or or 40-year-old body Mike Conley. For the for the love of the Nick fan, please get us a young point guard, man. And just after watching getting embarrassed by Trey Young, bro, like I'm really I'm salty about that. Like <laughs> yeah. that's really want a point guard, bro. Like I'm I'm really I think about that a lot. Like I think that's I why really we love sexing so much, right? That's why we love sexing so much. Yeah, because yeah, I did not like the way he like Derrick Rose was going at him, but he was going at Derrick Rose, and like you could see it, like Derrick Rose, 32, 33 years old, like he ain't the same 21 year old Derrick Rose. Now, 21 Derrick Rose, 21 year old Derrick Rose, Trey would have been in the blender, <laughs> like <laughs> every play, but. We need somebody in here, bro. We need somebody in, man. 
Yeah, we gotta match the energy, man. Match the intensity, match the the, the virility, you know. Yeah, we we definitely need that in New York, man. I feel I feel like we at the cusp at it, and you know I like the, I, I definitely more than anything this that happened tonight with with Cleveland getting the on um, the draft pick that they got. I feel like they they're already on on a path to get whoever they need to get, and Colin Sexton is there, man. I feel like that's our guy. I feel like that's our guy. Yeah, and he only makes six mil. Gotta get him, bro. Come on, Leo. <laughs> Come on, Leo. You got. And then, if, if, and if we don't get Sexton, Leon, please take on Steven Adams and the 10th pick and Lonzo or something. Please, bro. Please. They don't need Lonzo, bro. All for Lonzo for a year, 100 million. You sound crazy? I don't care. Get, just get us a point. Bro. Yeah, man. I, right. I, I like the idea of Sexton and, and, and Ball together, too. So I like that idea. And then what was crazy? His contract wouldn't even kick in this summer. That's the that's the part that people's missing. Like this is another reason why I want to get him in the building now. Because if we get him in the building now, now it's like now free agent can sit there. Oh, all right, they got them for the next few years. I'm like, they got some dogs over there. They got some dogs over there. Now, now the thing that would make this easy. Randall, Randall ego, his ego got to be checked at the door. He got to be checked at the door. That 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 stuff he was doing during the playoffs, bro. He do that shit next seat, yo, die. Last thing, I, I I I'm gonna get out of here. <laughs> yo, he do what he did in the playoffs during the regular season. Next season, you already know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> Yeah, everything. You was you was cursing already like 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 crazy. This this um playoffs. If it happens again, forget about it. Because <laughs> I, I, I can't forget about I can't forget about that. That garbage he was doing last season. Yeah. Don't forget, man. Can't forget the Purell. <laughs> but I'm out of here, dog, man. You know, man. You know, just for the part, I had to come to I had to come to my job so we could get good reception i'm tired of the crinkly reception it's mad annoying and you know love man <laughs> good quality good quality sound that's what i was looking for yeah we, we, we gotta we gotta talk a little bit more off the scene man see see if we can make something happen do yeah, something nah, do something sure. a little a little bit more more cooler than than this man since everything's opening up maybe we could try something something a little different nah, for sure for sure for sure well hopefully it won't never be a, a draft lottery again <laughs> well, we got a mock draft. Mock, mock drafts definitely got to be coming soon, man. So we got we got to get together and do another mock draft. I bet, I bet. Um, so this was uh, diehard state of mind. What episode is this? Eight. Is it eight? Yeah, I think it might be eight. I yeah, episode eight, man. Whoever's in the chat, I can't see y'all in the chat. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. It's your boy State Diehard. I appreciate you always, man. I'm out of here. Peace, guys.